Welcome to a new episode of the KNA Football Podcast. Today, Austin and I will be recapping all of the Week 1 games. We'll be talking about everything that happened in the game, everything that was important, the final scores, how many correct games me and Austin predicted. Should be a lot of fun, and if you missed any of the news, we'll make sure to cover it for you so you, didn't miss, so you don't miss anything going into next week. Uh, we'll have a lot of fun. We'll be here again next Friday talking about Week 2, getting ready, giving our picks for that. We're a lot of ex- we're really excited for this episode. Uh, this is KNA football. All right, Austin. So week one is almost barring the Monday night game tonight, but officially in the in the past, in the I books, guess. in the books, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. So there was a lot of a lot of good games, a lot of upsets this week. Yeah, there were, there were. So quote Caden last Friday or last Saturday. Not too many chances for upsets. Quote Caden Summers last week. Yeah. Well, thankfully we weren't <laughs> recording then, so it's true. <laughs> but yeah, it was a, it was a it was a pretty hectic week. It was a lot of fun to watch. I'm glad football's back. So yeah. I guess we can just dive right into the picks, or unless you want to say something. Yeah, I mean, I'm real excited that football's back. Week one's in the books. But more, more than that, Caden, I'm excited that you're back. You're back in the K-spot. Oh, thanks. I, <laughs> I did have a lot of fun at the game. I know the Panthers did lose, but I had a real fun weekend. It was, it was yeah. good. It was, I won't, it was a memory. It was a good weekend. I'll, I'll never forget. It was a lot of good. It was a lot of, a lot of good. It was a lot, it of, was good. A lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So. Speaking of the Panthers' crushing loss, let's jump right in and uh, <laughs> talk about the first game up here, which I correctly predicted. It's the Browns taking the victory. I'll let you go ahead, talk about the game first, and then I'll give my uh, response and criticism because I know that you have a lot to say on this game. Yeah, I do. I'm going to try to... I don't want this to be an hour-long episode. I could talk about this for a half hour, an hour. If you do want that... Hit me up. I am very <laughs> open to talk to you. I I have really, I have very strong opinions about some things in this game, but I can't say it all on here because I'd like the podcast to not be an hour long. So, talk to me. No, Debbie, I'm not explicit. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I'll try to keep this short. Obviously, first half, Baker looked awful. The whole mm-hmm. Panthers offense looked awful. I think Baker was a. L- Looked really rattled out there. I mean, he was dropping snaps. A lot of balls were getting batted. But I think a lot of it was, like we said, like I said, um, nerves. Like mm-hmm. There was a lot of hype around this game that, that he, I will say, that he made around this game. He kind of brought it upon himself, all the hype around it. But then I think a lot of the stuff the coaches did were not there to help him. They ran the ball with Christian McCaffrey four times in the first half. And when That's you have bad. a top five running back in the league, why aren't you running the ball at least double-digit times? You're running the ball four times, and clearly your quarterback's out there struggling. Your offensive line, you have a rookie left tackle, tackle who's going against Miles Garrett. He can't block for long. It's the very first NFL game going against one of the best pass rushers. you got to run the ball. The rookie's left... Ikema Kwanu, the rookie left tackle, his, his strengths are run blocking. Run the ball with McCaffrey. When we did run it, McCaffrey was decent. So that, like, just... No, that was... That was, I really, what's the word? Matt, Matt Rule, Panthers coach, was really, I was very angry at the play calling in the first half. But then, 
the second half, the Panthers kind of flipped the switch. Baker looked competent. He was his fourth quarter. He had a perfect passer rating, one hundred fifty-eight point four or whatever the number is. But Panthers came back, took the lead with a minute thirteen to go. Yeah, and then Browns went down and hit a field goal to win the game. But I will say, I know they lost the game, but last year the Panthers were the the worst second half team in the league by a mile. Like scoring maybe three points in the second half, and that's it. Like, they three and out every single drive. It was atrocious. So when it was going into the second half of this game, I was like, well, this is terrible because it's already 17-7. to It's going to finish 35-10. to Like, it's going to be bad. Like, we can't do anything in the second half. And then we came out here. They showed fight. They showed that they can actually, like, adjust and game plan in the second half, unlike they did last year. And they came back and ultimately took the lead which is a really good sign. I was, I mean, I know the loss sucked. I was bummed about it, but I was really happy with the way that they came back. It made me really excited for the rest of the season. I think this game was a huge distraction for not only Baker, but the whole team because there was so much hype building around it. It was Baker versus the Browns. It was all that. The week one jitters, but then also such a huge game for the quote-unquote revenge game. So now that's out of the way. They probably won't face as good of a running team as Cleveland for probably the rest of the season. So they don't, I mean, their run defense didn't look great, but it's Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, which is right. a pretty good running back duo. I think they'll be fine going into the season. I think Baker, as time went on in the game, they made adjustments and he got more comfortable in the system. It is his first game in this new system against a team who knows all of his tendency, tendencies. So like, as he got stronger in the game, more connection with the teammates, even though it is the first game, it was building. You could see him getting better. I think I'm not worried about the Panthers this season at all. I think I still have very high hopes for them. I think that they're perfectly fine. I think they'll make the playoffs, like I said. I'm, I mean, obviously I'm bummed they lost, but in the loss, I'm, I'm very happy with how the second half looked, and it gives me a lot of hope for the season, I guess I'd say. And also with the way that we lost, I've talked about this to you a lot. There was two very bad calls that I think we'll talk about. The roughing the passer call on the last drive on Brian Burns, and then the terrible no call intentional grounding on the spike. I know we'll talk about that in a little bit, but a little ridiculous. But you know, it's football. I guess no one's perfect, but when a refs there and doing there, and that's costing a team a win, kind of sucks. Yeah, as you can tell, Caden's trying to convince himself that everything's going to be all right. No. Year. no, but for real though, it, week two, after week one going into week two, is the most um, overblown exactly. any, any fan base ever gets. Because if you do really, if you do well week one, if you win, you're like, oh my goodness, you know, we're going to be so great this year, we're going to win. And if your team lost, you're like, oh, everything, all the reports we heard out of training camp, our defense is good, we just got blown up, our offense is good, oh, they didn't do anything. Everyone overblows everything from week one, whether you win or you lose. And it doesn't mean anything because it's only week one. There's 16 more games left in the year. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that can happen. That's what Baker said after the game. said everyone made this out to be the Super Bowl, which he might have had a big part in doing that. But he did say there's 16 more games in the year. The Super Bowl is not till February. Like, we got 16 more games. Like, right. Whatever. And, like, if you remember last year, the week one, the Packers, they got obliterated by the Saints. Like, they looked... Terrible. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, Packers are done. Like, right. Aaron Rodgers, they, they ended up going. 
Aaron Rodgers goes to win MVP. Packers were the one seed in the NFC. The Packers looked awful again yesterday. I'm sure they'll be fine. Um, what other team? Um, the Bears beat the Niners. Oh, it looks like the Bears are going to be Super Bowl contenders. They won. No. Just, it, they got a lucky game. Right. Week one is always the most meaningless game because everyone's got to get their jitters out. They're still rusty from the long offseason and preseasons and stuff. Week one means little for the upcoming season. There's always many upsets in week one. No, no, right. I don't think this tells nothing about any teams. We start finding things out about teams in weeks two, three, four. Once we get to like week four-ish, five, we'll start knowing teams. But until then, I mean, you're going to get games here and there, but nothing crazy. Yeah. I'll quickly give my run through of my takeaways from the Browns game, other than uh, Cade York being absolute god among men, kicking 58 yards for the win. But, <laughs> no, I was really happy with the Browns. Um, I was looking like an absolute tactical genius early on. Um, I, I had the genius idea to sit the Bills' defense um, this week because they played the Rams, so I thought it was going to be a shootout. So I sat the Bills' defense, started the Browns' defense in hopes that they might play better. Thought that I looked like an absolute tactical genius first half when the Panthers had six yards of total offense. I was starting to feel a little proud of myself. <laughs> but uh, Jacoby Brissett played really well for being a backup QB. Didn't turn the ball over. Really smart with the ball. Didn't force anything what I like to see. He's not a playmaker. He's not going to win us games, but he's also not going to lose it for us. I'm really happy about defense. Looked great. Running backs, still fantastic. Pay Kareem Hunt. He deserves it for next year. We want to keep him around. But yeah, that's uh, Panthers-Browns. Um, we can talk really quick about the uh, the calls. Yeah. Because I knew we were going to bring these up. So I sent Debbie. Before we do that, this will probably be one of the longer... Um games that we go in depth and talk about probably right. for the whole season because me and Austin are Panthers Browns fans and it is the Panthers versus the Browns and so this is the game that I mean it had a lot of hype going into it and it's our team so most of the games especially for this week and then also for the rest of the season they won't be this long and right. in depth like we still want to make our episodes around 30 35 minutes max like we don't want it to be crazy long like hour long episodes because we know people have tight schedules and can't listen to that much so Right. We'll try to keep them condensed, but this one especially will probably be the longest one we do for probably the season. For sure. So, roughing the passer call that, you know, gave him a little bit of momentum in the drive. You obviously didn't think it was roughing the passer. Do we have a video of it or no? I, didn't, I couldn't find a okay. good angle of the video. <clears throat> okay. So, yeah, if you weren't watching the game, and some in the beginning of the game, Panthers had the ball on third down, and Baker goes to throw it away, and he was hit. And the guy full force like landed on top of Baker, and they called roughing the passer. And a lot of Browns fans were like, "Oh, that's bogus! Like, it's not roughing the passer." But that happens in a lot of games. This is like complete. You believe what you want. I'm being unbiased right now, but like, what are you laughing at? Um, <laughs> like, it happens in every game. You when you go to sack, I, it it might be stupid. You might want to say, "Let them play football," but they call this every time. When you go and sack someone or go to tackle them and you are quarterback and you land full force on them, like put your four, like you tackle them and go full force onto their body. Like don't let up. It's grounding every time or not grounding. That's for later. Um, <laughs> roughing. <laughs> thank you. Uh, it's roughing the passer every time. Like it might sound stupid. You might just, Oh, let them play football. I, I completely agree. They shouldn't have that a rule, but it is a rule. So you got to call that. So that makes sense to me. But then the one towards the end of the game where Panthers have the lead. The Browns are going down to try to take the lead. Brian Burns was on the t- on trying to get away from the tackle, and he goes and half like falls, I guess, 
it looked like trying to get off the block and then he goes into him he like clips him a little bit with the helmet nothing to make him like no like huge force brian burns didn't go flying into him like and then he swung his arm brian burns did to try to like grab him and like swat the ball down or grab or set and he again touched him in the helmet and they call roughing on that because he touched him in the helmet and then bumped him in the helmet when he's getting off the right tackle he didn't put no force into it I, I don't understand that I mean I understand that one a little bit more than the grounding call because I mean people are gonna call groundings here and or not groundings again um roughings here and there but but I still I don't see how that's ground, uh, roughing at all yeah, in that one, for the roughing call, I like that they called roughing. I know that you don't like it, but I like that they called roughing just because Juhobi threw the ball, and then when Brian Burns hit him in the helmet, like it was enough to make Jacoby fall down. I don't know about that. It looked like a little bit of a, f- like he flew. There's no way he forced him down that far. Believe what you want. but he, he, It was still helmet to helmet. I like the call. As a roughing the passer, I mean, we'll disagree on that till the end of time. But, I mean, that call obviously extended the Browns' life in that drive, um, giving them a little bit extra momentum. And then, obviously, the call heard around the world. Debbie, you want to go pull up the uh, allegedly All right. grounding call? Yeah, we can talk about this as, as it's pulled up. All right, here it is. So, you can start running it. Is the vo- can you turn the volume down so that I can talk while it's going? Is it down, or do you not know? It doesn't matter. So the Browns are moving down the field, and they get to around the 40, and there's 15 seconds to go. And so they snap the ball. Oh, it's muted. Okay. So Jacoby Brissett takes it, and he takes a couple steps back to act like it's kind of— It's half a step. Okay. It doesn't matter. He takes steps back to go hand it to Kareem Hunt, and then goes and spikes it when he realizes no one's moving. And if you go specifically to the rule book, you cannot fake a spike— and then f- spike it. You can't move and then spike it. It has to be, if it's a spike, you have to catch it and spike it right away. You can't do no hesitation. Here it is again. Yeah. You can't have no hesitation or else if it is, th- this happens all like a couple of times a year. When they call this, it's intentional grounding. It's a 10-yard penalty. And if it comes within the last minute, it's a 10-second runoff. So right there, with hesitation moving back, that should be grounding. So that should be 10 yards back. Plus a 10-second runoff, which would be down to th- three seconds to go, and the Browns have no timeouts. Okay? And then the, the refs did throw a flag, but they came, and when they announced the flag, they said, however, as, although he hesitated and, like, pump-faked the, the spike, there's no flag for intentional grounding. The refs came out and said that he pump-faked and hesitated the spike, but there is no intentional grounding. If you go to the rule book, it specifically says no hesitation or pump like no delay spike it has to be a direct spike and then they were asked about the um the refs were asked about the calls after the game and they explained their whatever it's called um thought process um no the uh, reasoning the roughing they explained their oh, the, the roughing call but they they never explained the intentional grounding no because, they did no they didn't no they did because i looked it up too and they had said that they all agreed that Taking that they would allow him to take a step back and that they didn't think that that was enough to call it. It's a little bogus. Here's my problem with this. I like that they didn't call grounding. I'm not shocker. Shocking, yeah. Not just because I'm a Browns fan, though. I mean, I'm sure that plays into it. But the thing is, nobody knew that that was a rule before this game right now. 
They saw. They call that guaranteed, every year. Guaranteed. They call that no every that single season. You'll see everyone everywhere being like, "Oh, section whatever article, this and that." But no one had any idea until they call someone that every said it. season. No one had any idea. Additionally, I have sympathy for the refs. I am a referee for soccer, and when you're on the field and you're the referee, the field is yours. No outside influence. I, just this Saturday or this, just this Sunday, I had a parent yelling at me. Yeah, we should probably move this on. But I had a parent yelling at me that the ball was out, even though they didn't know what the rule for out was. And they're yelling, and it's just all noise. Yeah. So I have sympathy for the refs. Obviously, all Panthers fans in the world will think that this was um, you know, stolen from them. I and all, Browns all non-Browns fans. Browns fans think that it was. I think the only people that think it was was Brown fans. But and I'm okay with that, whatever. because the record book says 1-0. All right, we should quickly move on. Yeah, again, sorry for like that. That was a long one. spiel on that, but again, that'll probably be the longest. So we might right. have to rush a little bit through these next picks, through these next games, but the rest of the year it'll be even lanes, like pretty decent analysis. So again, right. apologies for that. But the next one, um, Saints Falcons. We both had the Saints. Um, the Falcons had a major lead in this one. Yeah, I was kind of happy because I don't like the Saints, and then and. Uh, Amazing Falcons fashion, they choked again, like every single yeah. game. So turns out Matt Ryan isn't the problem with choking games; it's just a Falcons problem in general. Yeah, and then flashback to the Super Bowl. Uh, it kind of sucked. I was, I was really bummed at that, but you know the Falcons are gonna Falcons. So that's so true. Next game here, um, Buccaneers Cowboys. As you can see, Caden took the Buccaneers. I took the Cowboys. A little bit of a risky move for me. Um, yeah, the Cowboys did not win. Oh, what time, what time are we at, Debbie? Do you know? Oh, okay. Oh, so we can, we can go a little more in depth now. Yeah, we'll not as much as the week one. Obviously. Okay, so the Cowboys looked awful throughout yeah, this did. whole game, uh, even when Dak was in. But the, page, the Bucks didn't look much better. They, yeah. It was a lot of field goals. There, was, field goals. there was one touchdown, and it was, it was a good play by Mike Evans, but it was a lot of field goals. It was a sad game. And then, obviously, the major storyline was Dak... What he did, fractured, fractured, his, fractured thumb. his thumb, and now he had surgery and he's going to be out for they said six to eight weeks, which is big for the Cowboys. They didn't look good with him, and now they're going to be going with Cooper Rush, or they can be signing a quarterback like yeah. Mike McCarthy came out just like a couple hours ago saying that they're looking into signing a quarterback, making some roster moves, yeah. which is smart. Because I, mean, I saw that, yeah, I saw that too. Maybe a couple of names that could be out there: Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Cam Newton, could be. It's true. He could be going there. So any veteran quarterback could go for a little half of the season, try mm-hmm. to keep them sustainable until Dak comes. But they definitely have some question marks, not only at quarterback, but kind of everywhere because they did not look good offensively. Defensively, they looked all right. But yeah, personally for the Cowboys, I like the move of signing the uh, quarterback without the team right now, uh, Wishon Dotson, who looks suspiciously like Deshaun Watson with a mustache. But I think that that's what they should do until Week Twelve when he has other commitments. Yeah, and then the Bucks, like we said, they didn't look great. I mean, their offensive line went down again last night. Their left mm-hmm. tackle got hurt, so they keep dropping like flies. And now Godwin, they said today, is going to be out for a couple weeks. So, yeah, I mean, I still, it's still Tom Brady. I think they'll be all right, but yeah. something to keep your eye on. Well, the Buccaneers also went out and signed like a bunch of wide receivers. They did. Because once they got to the playoffs last year, they had like zero wide receivers left. Mm-hmm. So they went and made sure that that would not be a problem this year, which yeah. hopefully it won't be for them. Next game was um, a was lot. I was, it was kind of surprising. I thought it was going to be a good game. We both did, but yeah. the Vikings kind of obliterated the Packers. Yeah, they did. Justin Jefferson looked like um, literally the greatest receiver of all time. Packers had like what? In the first half, Packers had 100 yards total. Like the Packers team 
and Justin Jefferson had 158. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, the Packers looked bad, but at the same time, Lazard was out, so Eric Rodgers didn't have his number one target. Mm-hmm. They're playing a division rival who knows a lot about them. Granted, they know a lot about the Pack, the Vikings too, but... right. And then, like we said, the Packers last season looked atrocious in week one, like 38-3 to against the Saints. Like Everyone's like, the Packers are done. It's pretty much the same thing as this week. I, I'm not really worried about the Packers. I think they'll be all right. Lazard will come back hopefully next week. They should. Rodgers will get it with him. The rookies will get better. I did see the, the Packers' first play for them. Easy 75-yard touchdown right into the Christian Watson, their second-round rookie. You see that play? Yeah. Yeah, he threw it. Perfect throw right in the bread basket, right into his arms. Just completely dropped it. It would have been a 75-yard touchdown, and then yep. it just went down from there. So yeah. I think they'll be all right, but... Rodgers is not happy right about now. Receivers can't catch. Yeah. They're really bad. Wish, so. Wishes he had Devontae Adams back. Oh, I'm I did sure see did. something. Uh, Devontae Adams had more receiving yards than the entire Packers receiving core. I completely believe that. No, it's, it's a fact. Catch. No, it yeah. actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Vikings, like, uh, they got their new head coach. And I said, he's a kind of an air raid guy. He's going to let Kirk and Jefferson cook. And that's exactly what happened. So yeah. I think the Vikings are going to be due for a big year. I was a little high on them, but not much. But, I mean, they surprised me in week one. I think, I think they'll be all right. I yeah. think they're going to be pretty decent this year. I think... Yeah, I might have them replacing the Cowboys in the playoffs with now Dak's injury. But. Tough to foresee. All right, this next game, nobody saw this one coming. I mean, they were favored, to be fair. They were favored. I did not see it. How about this? Neither of us saw this one coming. Carson Wentz played incredible. He played out of his mind. He almost threw the game away. He did. I did like, see they, that. They were up. A lot of these games I, didn't, I wasn't able to see because right. I was at the Panthers game, so... But yeah, yeah I, I I saw that like on Sports Center, and I watched highlights on the way home. But yeah, Carson Wentz almost threw the game completely away, but somehow the Jags managed to mess it up. Um, Trevor Lawrence looked really good. Did he? Not even gonna lie. Uh, I from the highlights, I thought he looked kind of mediocre. But again, I wasn't watching the game. Obviously, I was at the Panthers game, so I'm looking forward to next week. I can see all the games. Right. I mean, obviously, if I could go back to the Panthers game next week, I'd be there. Still do but, that too, right? Uh, yeah, but I mean. It's nice to see all the games. Right. But, yeah, um, I was a little upset because I had Travis Etienne in fantasy, and they said he's going to be the running back one now. And then James Robinson came out and got two touchdowns. So <laughs> That was kind of unfortunate. I don't know. I don't know who the running back one is there. But, yeah, I mean, Jacksonville, it seems like they've been bad forever, and they just are always getting these high picks and good players, and they just can't put it together. From what I saw, too, is – um. Trevor Lawrence was throwing really well, but no one could catch. Yeah, they don't got no receivers. So what they need is they need some receivers, and they need to up the defense, obviously, for next year. Defense is still a problem. Hey, but, you're letting Carson Wentz torch you like that? I mean, yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Bad luck. All right, uh, Ravens-Jets. Yeah, don't, we kind of told that. you everything about that last week. There wasn't much to know. Ravens-Jets was a blowout. And yeah. Kind of shocker, I guess. Yeah, real shocking. <laughs> No, I'm sorry if you're a Ravens or a Jets fan. There's not much to say. It was kind of a boring game, though. There wasn't not much action. Yeah. Lamar just ran around a lot. Threw. He had a he had a decent. He had a pretty good throwing game. But yeah, yeah. All right, Kansas City, another blowout. Yeah, they blew the brakes out of Arizona. Yeah, I said Arizona's so defense was going to be really, uh, like down from last year, and I wasn't expecting as much as how it looked week one. Again, it's only week one, so you can't right. overreact, but. 
And it, it looks like Mahomes is perfectly fine without Tyreek Hill. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> how's, how's Mahomes going to do without Tyreek? Turns out he's going to throw five touchdowns. Turns out he's going to be, like, better without Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Bills-Rams. was Thursday night? was Thursday night game. Bills kind of cooked him. Bills look good. Bills look good. Their They're defense like is incredible, contenders. and Josh Allen is the best quarterback in the NFL. So. Absolutely. He's I very mean, good. I mean, Rams are a good team. It's not like they beat the brakes out of the right. Jets. Like, the Rams are in the Super Bowl and have a very good chance to do it again. Like, right. So that tells because the Rams are good, that tells me the Bills, the Bills beat them by so much, the Bills are going to be incredible. Right. I mean, again, week one, right. don't know overreactions, but they did look super nice. They did. Bengals Steelers, man. This was a doozy. This was a crazy game. I'm not sorry that I picked the Bengals to win this one. I'm not sorry you picked them either. Should have stuck with my gut and taken the Steelers Wrong. way closer than it should have been. Joe Burrow basically handed the game to the Steelers, which to me says a lot more about the Steelers than it does about the Bengals, though. The Steelers couldn't win even when Joe Burrow gave them right. Their five interceptions right. and was sacked like every Seven single times. time. Yeah. I think the, the Steelers' defense looked phenomenal, but now they lost T.J. Watt for right. could be a while. They said he tore his pec, probably. Mm-hmm. And then Najee Harris got hurt, but they said he should be all right. But it's, it is concerning that the Steelers did all that and still managed to almost, like, they should have lost. Debbie, can you pull up the clip, clip what we're talking about? So the, uh, the Bengals, they scored at the very end of regulation, and they were kicking an extra point to... Send it to overtime, or no, to win the game. Yeah, it was blocked by Minka. And so went to overtime, and, and on and on and on it goes. Ravens, or not Ravens, um, Bengals get a easy, what is this? It was like a 25-yard field goal? No, not no, 20. 20. It's, it's a pretty chip shot field goal. I mean, I don't know, but right. they got Evan McPherson, who was a phenomenal he kicker was in his rookie. Yeah, like, year. I mean, he was great. He did have one game last year where he couldn't make it against the Packers, which is funny that this is happening again, but... He lines up for the chip shot and completely shanked it. Yeah, there it was. Yeah. Way wide left. And then Steelers got the ball. They went down. Ended up scoring. And then a, a couple missed field yeah, goals later. Field goals later, they ended up They finally it. kicked a field goal and won. So it was a, I mean, neither offense looked great. But, yeah. I mean, again, week one, I don't think it's a huge deal. I think the Bengals will be fine. Yeah, I think the Bengals Steelers, will bounce back. Yeah, I think the Steelers won't be great, but. I know, it's a week one game. It doesn't mean yeah. much, but doesn't end up mattering. I'm just still be fine. I'm just glad football's back. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie, why we got this ad going? Get rid of that. Get that out of here. We are they aren't paying us. We don't give them our uh if anyone our I mean time. if anyone wants a sponsor. <laughs> hit us up. We'll we'll take money. Facts. All right. <laughs> Chargers. Raiders. I picked the Chargers. Austin picked the Raiders. I'm high on the Chargers. Yeah. Their defense did exactly what I said they were gonna do and be phenomenal. Which they were. They got a lot of interceptions, a lot of fumble, forced fumbles. Keenan Allen got hurt in this game, mm-hmm. but Josh or Josh, Justin Herbert still looked phenomenal and yeah. moved the ball down the field easily. Chargers looked great. Raiders still looked like a good team, but right. I don't think not as good as not, the Chargers. They can't compete with the Chargers, which will be a problem for them because they play twice the, a year. They're in the same division, so that's pretty much that's a big problem for them. The uh, the best part of this game to me. Debbie, what, Debbie, you having a Debbie struggling the, over there on the computer. The computer. The best part of this game to me was um, <laughs> right. At least the mics are working this time. We hope. But yeah, we think <laughs> was uh, Stephen A. Smith was asked. I, dude, I did so see that. Funny. That was Stephen hilarious. A, Stephen A. was asked, "Who do you think is going to score the most points in Week One?" He said, "The Chargers are going to score the most points Week One." And then later on, he was asked, 
who's going to win, Chargers or Raiders? And he goes, the Raiders are going to win. It's like, no, they can't score the most points and then also lose to the Raiders. Like, yeah, like, Stephen A., what are you doing, man? Yeah, I mean, I mean you're not the KNA football podcast, so, I mean. Credibility goes way down. I mean, I would, start, I would just stop listening to him. I think all of his viewers yeah. are going to start coming here. Factual. Um, Broncos Seahawks starts in like 20 minutes so we don't know about that game yet should be a good yeah. one. Oh no it shouldn't it should be a cool game to watch because the Seahawks are wearing their all green right and Russell Wilson's returning to Seattle so and he was just booed for when he entered the stadium which is fair enough which is crazy to me he won them a Super Bowl but I know right they should be very thankful I mean he left them but still like so, yeah. what do you expect next game Patriots Dolphins <sighs> this is a bad pick you know me. I don't want to like toot my own horn but, <laughs> but, I, but I'm going to do it I'm going to do it anyway. I did say that the Patriots are not going to be good this year. And yeah. they're going to dramatically regress. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's incredible that you got both of those words. I'm going to give you a quick Thank you, man. Right yeah, fist bump that. I'm not high on them at all this year. I think Mac Jones is highly overrated. I think they lost a lot of players and gained none. Their receiving court yeah. is negative. Their offensive line is negative. Their running backs are okay. But their defense is all right, but... Yeah. And I'm high on the Dolphins. Yeah. And the Dolphins, it wasn't a great game, but Patriots suck. Yeah. The thing is, again, week one, just can't overreact. That's true. I did say that. the Dolphins looked very fast on both sides of the ball. I mean, they got the two quickest receivers in the game. Yeah, and their defense looked quick, too. Like, speed kills. Speed kills. Especially in the NFL. Like... Sorry. That was... Yeah, the Dolphins looked good. Again, week one could mean nothing, but is what it is. Yeah. Um, holy smokes. This next game was wild. Um, Colts and Texans. So, Man. obviously, none of us got this right. We both oh, picked yeah. the Colts, but the game ended up being a tie. So, now I think for every game, I guess we were able to pick ties because it can happen. And if we do pick a tie and somehow, in some way, we are right, this worth three points. I completely agree with that. Let's totally go for that. If, right. you, if you pick a tie, if and it you happens, somehow correctly pick a tie, which I can bet a hundred bucks won't happen, I can bet a hundred bucks that neither of us will ever pick a game. Yeah, that, that's a true. No, no game will end in a tie. Like I, that is wild, man. There always is one game that ends in a tie every year. No, not five. That's that's a little. Expensive. So we're going. I'm gonna count every game. Say every game's gonna be a tie. Yeah, seriously. Yo, I'm actually gonna. I mean, if there's a tie, ties are rare. But but still, like this game was absolutely crazy because. The Colts should have blown them out of the actual water. But they were getting blown out. The Texans were owning them the whole they game. Were. And then somehow the Texans just choked the thing away. Like, what? And then it goes to overtime. They're moving down the field. It's an overtime. No one can score. Texans get the ball. There's like 20 seconds to go. The Texans have it as a, at a fourth and three at, at, the, uh, they're at the Colts, like, 49. Like, mm-hmm. they're at the midfield with, like, thir- like 20 seconds. Like, yeah. Go for a couple yards. Try to get in field goal range. If you don't get it, then they got it at the 50, and they got one chance to try to maybe do something. But, like, no. They're content with tying the game, and they, and they punt, punt the ball away. Yeah, that was... I mean, I think that, I think that shows what the Texans are, that well, they think right. they're going to suck, and they're like, you know, we'll take, the we'll take the tie instead of the loss. I mean, yeah, Texans fans should be... Like, if you were to tell a Texans fan on Saturday that they would tie the game, they'd be very happy. Right. But if you were to tell a Texans fan at the end of the first half that they're going to tie the game, they'd be very mad because they were absolutely owning the Colts for most of that game. Matt Ryan did not look great. No, he did not. I said last week that Matt Ryan is a 
not the problem quarterback, or he's not going to lose you games. Matt Ryan might be a problem quarterback. Week one. Week one. Can't overblow it. But he did not look good. Yeah. This game, Eagles-Lions. We both picked the Eagles. And it was a good one. It was 38-35. Um, yeah, we both said that this was going to be a tight one. And it was. It was high it was scoring. It was a lot of offense. The Eagles ultimately won. I didn't see a lot of this one. I didn't watch any of the highlights, so you might have to just talk about this. I don't know. Yeah, it was... I mean, the Lions surprised me. I mean, I knew that it was going to be close, but I didn't know it was going to be this close. The Lions played really well. Jared Goff actually threw the ball really well, <laughs> which is very surprising. Um, Jalen Hurts picked right off, right up where he left off last year. He was running around, scrambling, looking good. Um, both teams looked really well. Obviously, not a whole bunch of defense in this game, but it was a good game. Um, excited for both of these teams this year. Yeah, I think I think both teams are going to have a pretty decent. I think the Eagles will be great, and I think the Lions will have a pretty good year. Yeah, too. and the Lions, especially seeing how the Packers did again, not to overblow it, but if the Packers continue and the Lions continue like they did, I can, they, they can have Lions some pretty good do games. Pretty well in their division. Right. This one was another shocker. The Giants and the Titans. We both had the Titans Wrong. and the Giants won. They went. They tied the game. Or no, they. It was twenty. They were down by seven. Towards the end, they scored with like yeah. a minute to go. Instead of kicking the extra point for the tie, they they're like, nah, we're gonna go for two. We're doing right. this, and they they got it, and they went, and then the Titans went down and missed a game-winning field goal. So the Giants yeah. won. I'll say, Saquon Barkley looked like. 2018 Saquon Barkley. Yeah, he did, man. It makes me so sad. Okay. We'll get to it. But it made me so sad that I didn't pick him up in fantasy just because he was on the Giants. And I was like, there's no way that he's going to play well. He hasn't played well in years. The Giants are bad. But if I had had him this week, I could have won everything. (laughs) He was was electric. Hopefully. I mean, fingers crossed he stays healthy because... Injuries have haunted him his last couple years. Hopefully he stays healthy and keeps doing what what he did this week. Mm -hmm. He looked... He literally looked like he did in 2018. He carried that team. The Giants looked pretty good. They looked like a sustainable team. Yeah. I mean. Which is surprising. If they do well this year, that's going to be And right and now with Dak Prescott out for six to eight weeks, that, that could be a potential wins in the NFC East right. for them. I mean, I mean they're, they're not going to beat the Eagles. Right. I mean, I'm but, not saying they're going to be a playoff team, but they might not be a bottom five team like predicted if right. they play like how, if Saquon plays like he did. And, right. Who knows? Last game of the day. San Francisco and the Bears. Chicago Bears. Another Wrong. shocker. We both yeah. said the Bears are going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. And again, week one, they all, they definitely could be. Right. But the Bears won. Justin Fields was electric. This Justin game. Fields, I love him. I He's my favorite player in the league that's not on the Panthers. I love Justin Fields. And I was so pumped when I saw they won. Yeah. It does hurt because... I said Trey Lance is going to be amazing and the Niners are going to go to the Super Bowl. And uh, he didn't look amazing and the Niners didn't look like they're going to go anywhere near the Super Bowl. Week one. Week one, right. Week one. That's, our, that's our motto for today. <laughs> Week one. But the Bears looked decent. The Niners yeah. didn't. The Niners did not look decent. And did you see the Bears celebration when they won? Yeah. They all went and slid because it was a super rainy day. So they all went and like slid in the, um, in the end zone. It was super cool. Yeah. But happy for the Bears. They might not get a lot of them this year. So. Yeah, probably not going to get a lot of wins. But Justin Fields is out there extending plays, making defenders look like children. He's doing, he doing fantastic. Yeah, I think uh, Niners, not Niners fans, Rams fans are really happy with that because they started, they lost to the Bills. Bills. And then they were like, um, oh, well, it's probably going to be a battle between us and the Niners for the division. And they're like, well, they play the Bears. They're going to start 1-0. 
Right. And then they lose to the Bears, and they're like, wow, we're like right back to square one. Like, start on the even. Right, just like field. pretend week one didn't happen. It's a fluke. Right. We're chilling. So, I mean, yeah, those are the week one games. And then since we won't be recording our Friday episode for pickums until Friday, uh, which is after the Thursday game, we'll do our Thursday pickums on Monday. How's that sound today? Which Who is, plays on Thursday? This Thursday is the Chiefs. Chiefs. At. No, the Chargers at the Chiefs. No, it's... Hold on. I know it's the Chiefs and the Chargers. I don't know who's Chiefs home. Chiefs Chargers. Chiefs Chargers. I just got to make sure who's home. You can talk about it. Okay, Chiefs Chargers. Man. It'll be a good one. It'll, be, it'll definitely be so a good one. it's Chargers at Chiefs. Chargers at Chiefs. Oh, that changes things. It does. That changes things a lot. Mmm. This is tough because I'll tell you why. For who I want to pick. Because the, uh, the Chiefs looked really good. The Chargers also looked really good. And I, I think the Chiefs are going to win. No, sorry, I think the Chargers are going to win. But, ah, oh man, I don't want to pick them. That's the thing. Nah, I'm going to take the Chargers. Oh, okay. I'm going to stay consistent because I, in the episode where we picked um, who were think to win the division, I said the Chiefs are going to be like third in the division. So I'm going to take the uh, Chargers yeah. to win that one. I. I think Arrowhead is a really hard place to play in, mm-hmm. but I think Herbert, he's done it before. He's won there many times in his career already, and he's super young. I think it's important to see if Keenan Allen plays, which sucks that we're doing this on Monday and we right. don't have his status. But I, I mean, fingers crossed that he plays. But again, I'm super high on the Chargers, super high on Herbert. I think their defense is incredible and can sustain uh, the Chiefs offense and right. hold them a little bit, and their offense is pretty dominant as well especially right. if Allen plays so I'm also going to pick the Chargers I think it'll be a really good game I'm looking forward to it but yeah, so we each got the Chargers for this Thursday night it'll be a good it'll be a good one yeah and now even if Chiefs win I won't go down Debbie really quick before we jump out let's look at the uh the scores here as you can see if you're not watching I'll go in and tell you Caden got 10 picks correct and I got six correct so that's a difference of four which is very not good for me I mean it's a very long season Right, so there's a lot that can happen, but if Caden keeps picking the way he does, I'm going to be in for a world of hurt. Right, and we've also talked about doing a weekly punishment for the loser for every week instead of just a yearly punishment, potentially. We haven't decided upon it yet, but yeah. So we'll 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 uh, let you know if we'll we'll say officially if we do decide to do that. So right. there will be stuff if that happens, but yeah. So as of now, I'm up four. I mean. I just got to hold this lead for 16 more weeks. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It was, I mean, just glad football is back. Absolutely. So, yeah, that was uh, week one recap for week one for the NFL season. Uh, Thanks for listening to our, to our analysis of all the games. Sorry for the long ramble for the (laughs) Panthers and Browns again, both of us, that's our team. So we wanted to, we wanted to talk about that one. And there was some stuff to talk about. So, yeah, so I'm up 10 to 6. We'll see you guys Friday.